0: welcome everyone to another episode of the miami real estate show before we get started with this amazing agent abel gilbert we have today always this episode is brought to you by the real estate black box it is the training lead generation lead conversion training and the system with the website content email marketing automation and segmentation every real estate agent needs in order to generate more leads convert more leads on automated process. If you want more information in the recording, you can click down below, below and you will see all the information per, uh, pertaining the real estate black box, specifically designed for the agents in 2020. Now, formally, let's welcome Mr. Abel Gilbert to the Miami Real Estate Show. Abel, nice to see you. Man. Thank,
1: you. Thank you, Orlando. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here with you.
0: Man, I've seen you grown your business uh you know from no no not from the beginning but I remember when you first came to my office right uh you were working for another company you didn't have your own company yet uh but you were always so eager to learn and you quickly earned the respect of senior agents in the industry right yeah. so i want to congratulate you with uh for that and Thank now you. i want you to tell the audience where you are today in terms of productivity, and then we're gonna go back and explain exactly the path you took to get to where you are today. So tell me how it's, how was 2019, and then we'll talk about 2020. Well, how was uh, 2019 for you, for your team and your production? So the explanation is a little
1: bit complicated. It's not that simple because the model that I chose to take in this business was a model in which, because you know, as you know, I became a broker, I opened up my brokerage, but at the same time, the reason why I opened my brokerage was because I was really, I was very, I've always been very focused on my own business, Mm -hmm. you know, on generating my own deals. And and when I opened my brokerage, I didn't really open it with the idea of recruiting agents. Mm -hmm. I just did it because I wanted to have, you know, the flexibility, the freedom to do things the way that I wanted to do them. So then as I opened the brokerage and as I started, you know, as I continued producing what I was producing, I started getting noticed by other top producing agents that, you know, saw what I was doing and wanted to pretty much be, you know, uh, be together, you know, so that we can grow together. And, uh, And it just became like osmosis where one agent came, then another, then another, and then, you know, I decided at first when I first opened the brokerage, I had another name. When other agents started joining me, I said, you know what, we need to rebrand. So yeah. we re- rebranded to One Path Realty. Uh, so One Path Realty started in 2019. Uh, technically, the, 2019, how many agents you had in
0: 2019? So, 2019, beginning of 2019, we were about six agents. Okay. And right now, how many agents do you have? Because you're very selective. You're not about volume, you're about right. quality. So, how many agents do you have right now? As of today, we have 55 agents. Oh, wow. Okay. A lot. Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. 55 agents,
1: which is still not a lot, you know, because Mm -hmm. I consciously decided I don't want quantity. I Mm -hmm. want quality. Mm
0: -hmm. While
1: knowing that eventually I will focus on quantity, but while still maintaining the quality. Mm -hmm. So, I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, I felt like before I, you know, create a, a bigger monster, I need to make sure that all of my processes. All of my, you know, standard operating procedures. Everything is is clear. Everything is, you know, where there's no confusion. There's no, oh, you didn't tell me that that was your expectation of me or or anything like that. But to answer your question, 2019 we helped 321 families. Okay. We did over we did over 105 million dollars uh, worth of volume mm-hmm. in in all those deals. Um, the way that our company is structured, so One Path Realty, the way that we all see it is as one team. So we are all one team, but within One Path Realty, what we've done is we have subdivided it okay. in different teams. So what I feel my my you know my uh, one of my abilities is 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 identifying you know talent mm-hmm. and knowing when there's an agent. That has the potential of going from being a one-man show, you know, which is the reality of most agents, to basically being the leader of their own group. You know, it's it's a process. It's not an overnight, you know, success. Uh, because once you decide to be a team leader, uh, it's not just about your own production anymore. It's really about now you need to learn how to manage people. Now, you know,
0: now let's go into that. People. First, let's start in recruiting, right? So when you're working. Develop your team, and for people that are thinking about developing their team, the the number one thing is to recruit people, right? Number two, you need to train those people, right, to make them productive, right? So, those three things are critical for a broker or a person that wants to develop a team, right? Number one, you need to make sure you recruit them, number two, you want to make sure you train them, and number three, you want to make sure that you make them productive, all right? So, what are you doing right now in order to recruit those people? What's your number one? What's your number one tool source of recruiting is it referrals from those same agents are you doing some type of advertisement uh, are you doing do you have a recruiting in your in your in your team what is it that you're doing right now in your particular case so I think thanks for the question
1: Orlando and I'll explain you exactly what we're doing and, and how we've got into 55 agents mm-hmm. so every single agent we have hasn't been recruited every okay. single agent we have has come either from word of mouth, Mm-hmm. Or because they've seen us, you know, because right. another thing that we do is we make sure that we stay visible, you know, because mm-hmm. that's part of how our industry runs. You know, you, you got to make sure that you are a visible agent, not a secret agent. You know how we we came right. up with that term years ago. Right. Um, so the way that we recruit, the way that we attract agents, it's simply by our reputation, okay. our credibility. I don't, I do have the funnels. I mean, I do have everything in place so that when we start recruiting, you know, I already know exactly where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do. And, you know, because like I said, we have a different model. We are a brokerage, but we're also a team. So because of that, we have different funnels. We have funnels for the brokerage, funnels for the team, because we're looking for different
0: type of people. All right. So now that you're recruiting, right, Or, or now that you have the opportunity to sit down with them. What is it that you offer different from over thirty-two hundred, literally thirty-two hundred other brokers around the city? What is it exactly that you do that allows you to grow from what like, six agents to fifty-five? Which for some people that not be a lot. Believe me, in less than a year, that's a lot of agents, especially if you don't have a recruiter in house. So, what is it exactly that you offer that is different? And I know what well, so I want them to to know, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So we have a different value proposition Mm -hmm.
1: for for both independent agents and for team agents. So basically for team agents, our value proposition is we're going to give you all of the platforms that we use. You know, I believe that if you want to be able to go from a one man show to an operation, you need to be able to have platforms. You need to be able to be organized. You need to be able to, you know, basically, especially now with today's circumstances, you need to be able to do everything digitally so for the team agent they get every single platform for free okay you don't have to do anything extra you know some of these CRMs and you know and, and all these other platforms are gonna cost you anywhere between eighty dollars a month up to 600. hundreds of dollars a month yeah so to the team agent we provide everything for free okay. we also provide mm-hmm. so so we also provide go ahead go ahead provide you provide what yeah we also make part of our value proposition mm-hmm. Uh, The training, you know, I I, in my opinion, training is not just about, oh, we're going to meet with a title company, with a lender. Training is about, you know, all of the different scenarios Mm -hmm. that you learn on a daily basis. So what I do with my team is we we actually have daily power meetings and part of our agenda. So when I, when I were
0: talking very specific, you have a daily power meeting. It's not a weekly sales meeting or a weekly team meeting. It's a di- what, what is it? Okay, let, let's stop right there and then we go into the marketing platforms because I know, guys, Abel is one of the top Zillow agents in the nation. All right. As a matter of fact, Zillow has taken Abel even to Seattle to talk about how he uses Zillow. So stay tuned because in a few minutes, we're going to talk about that specific platform by the way, I don't know anybody in Zillow. Nobody's paying me to say this. I don't know a single person in Zillow. What I know is that you're having success. What I know is that I've seen you speak in front of Zillow headquarters about your success in that. So hang up for those of you who do not believe in Zillow or for those of you who want to do Zillow, this is the guy to listen to. All right. So all right, yeah. let's go back. Let's go back to what you just said, because I'm interested on in, in people learning what you do different, which is, okay, daily power meetings. Let's talk about that, how long they are, yeah. what you talk about. Do you talk about numbers? Do you have a matrix? What is it?
1: So we started the daily power meetings as soon as everything closed down in Miami, you know, okay. because of COVID. Before COVID, we were doing weekly, you know, like a weekly meeting on Mondays to set up the expectations for the week. As soon as COVID started, mm-hmm. you know, I said to myself, it was it was kind of like I it it felt very familiar. You know because you know i've been in this business for since before the financial crisis so when COVID started i was like like i've been through this before and and i felt like you know what i've prepared for this so what i need to do is i need to make sure that i prepare everyone in my team to be ready because we're all coming into a very uncertain time unprecedented this is nothing to do with the financial crisis but I felt like you know one of the things that's gonna get us through this is being there for each other. So I started my daily power meetings, and how basically, how long are they? Well, it was supposed to be half an hour a day, <laughs> okay. but it turned out to be like an hour. Okay, what, what are you discussing those meetings? Sorry, what are you discussing those meetings? Okay, so basically, my agenda is I start with uh, with announcements. You know, like, let's say I have any, anything, any feedback or, or anything in regards to our platforms, like guys, you know, you need to make sure that you do this, you know, from now on, because the thing about platforms and the thing about our industry is that it's always evolving. You know, that's why I feel it's so important for me as a broker mm-hmm. to continue being an agent or, or really a leader in, in an in a group, in a team, because that's the only way that I'm going to stay relevant to understanding. How we need to modify and adjust to the times. So the way that our meetings work is, you know, we go through announcements, then uh, we celebrate mm-hmm. because every single day we we, you know, because we focus on two things right now. Mm-hmm. During COVID, we're focusing on two things. Okay, how mm-hmm. many calls we're making, and how many posts or stories we're doing on social media. Okay, because what I figured was is that we need to work on two things. We need to work on our today business mm-hmm. and our tomorrow business. Mm-hmm. Our today business depends on the amount of people that we can communicate with so the chronological order is calls conversations appointments and mm-hmm. sales close sales and referrals that's it so so we can't control how many pending units we have but we can control is how many calls we're going to make and the number of conversations to a certain degree right correct because you know the conversation is a result of the amount of calls that you're going to make right. so you know the more calls that you make the more probab- the higher the probability will be that you have more conversations and the conversation is going to lead to an appointment and the appointment could lead to a pending sale
0: okay so so we're focusing. So going back to the daily meeting. KPIs, guys, at the end of the day, it's KPIs, your matrix. What are your matrix for the business? It doesn't matter if you're a broker, if you're a real estate agent, if you're new, experienced or a top producer. It's about three things, right? And we talk about that in coaching all the time. And you know what, Abel, you've worked with us for a long time. Number one, it's specialized knowledge. Number two, it's what? It's marketing. And number three is what Abel's talking about, sales conversations. And marketing It's the is what's going to get you there, right? Those three things. Right. The matrix. Okay. Anything else? So you talk about the wins for the day. You talk about your KPIs. Anything else specific? Yeah. We other. Well, as far as KPIs, what I focus on, like I said, is the
1: amount of calls, conversations, appointments, uh, pending sales, close sales. Because my goal is to figure out where is there a leak. Like okay. where are we? Where are we dropping the ball? Like if we're having, you know, if we make a hundred calls and then we only have 10 conversations, there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. But if we're, having, if we're making 100 calls and we're having, let's say, 50 conversations, we're good.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: if we're having 50 conversations, but two appointments, then the leak is right there. So the reason why it's important for me to track all that is to figure out you know, where, where are we dropping the ball mm-hmm. and that we can actually do
0: something about it. You know, if it's worth doing, it's worth tracking so so understand what abel just said guys so you master each step of the sales process right calls easy to make anybody can make a call but if you are not going from the call to the presentation then there is a leak on your skills to convey the value to that prospect on the phone so you need to work on your communication skills on the phone However, if you get to the presentation and you are not getting the listing, then the leak is on the presentation. you got to improve your presentation or perhaps you're handling objections so you can close. Understand those three basic steps and do you need to master them? It's not about knowing them. It's not about some information. It's about practicing all the time. Abel is doing that in a daily basis. Very, very good. Anything else that you do in a daily? So you talk about the yeah. web, you talk about your KPIs. Well yeah I mean I do
1: a lot of things daily okay. you know I think the you know the quality of our of our lives depends on the on on your habits right you know so that that is one of our habits where you know we start our day now we're integrating role playing calls as well Throw so uh, twice, twice a month but as far as the daily power meeting what we also do is we talk about challenges right like What what happened? Because, you know, we're meeting every day, so we're going through different scenarios every single day. So what was your challenge? You know, and because like in as far as the team model, you know, most of our team agents are agents that have been in the business for less than a year. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, one month, two months, they're going through experiences that they, you know, I mean, obviously they reach out to me and, you know, so by the time they get to the meeting, they already resolved it. But it, they share their experience, right. so that the other agents can listen and be like, "Yeah, you know what? That's happened to me," or "No, it's never happened,
0: but now I know what to do." Now, so you mentioned something very important here, uh, Abel, which is role playing. There is a saying that goes like, "You can learn to ride a bike in a seminar." In a seminar, yeah, <laughs> right. So what Abel just described, the role-playing is key because you can be getting all the information, all all the theory in a daily basis, which is key. By the way, all the top agents, and I mentioned Riley, who is here today, one of the top agents around the nation. Hopefully, he's still here today. Say hello, and he was on time. I mean, the, the culture he has in a team. You work with Anthony Asworth one of the top agents here in Miami. The culture he has in his team and the culture you've developed is what you see. The top agents have a pattern, right? It's just having a very strong, tight culture in their teams with their agents. So if you truly want to develop that, if you want to retain, just to give you an idea, guys, the average uh, turnaround, the, the average drop down, the average drop on a brokerage firm is about 33% per year. So the number of agents, if you have a, a 10 agents in your firm, three are going to leave every single year. If you have 133, right? So you want to reduce that nationwide, that's about the rate, 33% drop down, drop, drop out. So in order to retain those people, because you don't do anything training them if they're going to leave. In order to retain them, one of the key things that Abel is doing right now is those daily Power meetings. Amazing. Very, very good about very, very good. I'll add something to that, Orlando. I
1: think that's a great, a great point that you just talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that for those who choose to be a broker or to or that choose to be a team leader, first of all, if you haven't done it yet, it's important that you realize that you are if you choose to go in that direction, it's almost like choosing to be a parent, you know, because that's really the role that you need to take on in order to help agents reach the goals that they want to reach. And, you know, so what does that mean? That means that your children have to eat first. Mm -hmm. That means that everything you do has to be in order to help them elevate, you know, to another level. So it's a big commitment, you know, like it's, it's important that if you choose, that's why I personally made the conscious decision last year, to get out of production, you know, I decided I'm not helping buyers anymore because I can't. I don't have it. I don't have the brain power right. by the end of the day. Right. You know, the clarity, the clarity right. to be able to help all these people, all of these agents, and at the same time be, you know, be focusing on 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 producing. So, um, I, I, for one, believe that brokers should remain in production. Mm-hmm. In, some, in some way, you know, like the way that I stay in production is as a team leader.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I'm not showing homes, but I'm helping all of the agents in my team accomplish our goal. Because, you know, what got me into real estate and what kept me in real estate is was the passion of being able to help families, you know, mm-hmm. being able to help families own their dream home. Right. But then when they realize that in order for me to stay sane. I could only do like 50, 60 deals a year. Mm-hmm. I said to myself, "Well, you know what? Instead of doing 50 or 60, what if I instead focus on all of these agents and instead of 50 or 60, do 300, do mm-hmm. 500?" Right. You know, we did we helped 321 families last year. This year goal is 500. Right. So for anyone who's thinking about becoming a a, lead, a team leader or a broker, you know, make sure you understand that it's a
0: commitment, just like being a, being a father or a mother. Now, I'm going to go into uh, something very unique you bring to the table, because uh, not only do you use Zillow, you've been using it for a long, long time, and you've been very successful at, at it, all right? And I, and I watched your talk at Zillow headquarters in Seattle, so congratulations on that, oh, and really you're yeah, very cool and, you know, very, very techy and very... Uh, yeah. But well, where is it? A uh, very no, uh, Northwest and very uh, Palo Alto and uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, before going, I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna wear. You know, like I'm not gonna look Miami. Basically, <laughs> I'm not gonna look Seattle. So I was wearing a cap. You know,
0: they were like, oh, you know, the, it was it was really fun. All right, so a lot of agents are using Zillow or any other, uh, you know, Open Door. Uh, you know, Redfin is a different plat, different but similar platform. Uh, realtors.com, and most agents are not having success? Because I always say it, it's not about the tool. It's about your ability to use the tool, all right? It's not about postcards, Right, It's not about email marketing. It's not about social media. It's your ability to use those tools. Everything works if you know how to use it. But if you don't, no, nothing is going to work. So what are you doing right now to make Zillow work to the degree you've done it? That's a great question, and you're totally
1: right. You know, when it comes to in my opinion everything in real estate
0: mm-hmm.
1: is about systems mm-hmm. it's about creating a process so what we've done with online leads not just zillow but you know i we 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 have partnerships with multiple online lead sources mm-hmm. but the most important thing about online leads is how to take them from the first connection to an appointment like that's basically where our focus is on every on, on the first conversation that's so, it yeah That's it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So so when, you know, Zillow works in different ways. Mm -hmm. Zillow, they either connect you, they call it a connection, a live connection, or you also receive nurture leads. Mm -hmm. So if you receive a live connection, whether it is from Zillow, Homelike, or any of these other online lead sources, our goal is to get in front of them, is to set up an appointment. Okay. So what we focus on in the first conversation is setting an appointment finding out about the location, like why do they want that location mm-hmm. and finding
0: out about their motivation. That's it. Tell me, tell me how you differentiate yourself from other agents that are getting pretty much or talking to the same lead. How do you get to set up that appointment? What do you? What value do you bring to the table? Uh, something that we teach in coaching, and you know that you've worked with us for a l- long time, is that we want to go from the ma- agent that is to, from the message that is centric approach, centric to the agent to that client-centric approach. So it's all about delivering value, right? There's a saying, if you want a billion dollars, help a billion people, right? So yeah. what value do you bring to the table? Do you talk about yourself or do you talk about how you can help that potential buyer or seller? What what goes into that call to get that lead? So, you know, the main value we, we
1: offer the person inquiring about a property or wanting to see the home, the main value that we offer is that we show them the home when they want to see it. Okay. And we're persistent and we follow up. You know, like we have, we, the, you know, one of the, one of the keys of, of converting, let's call it converting, you know, uh, uh, an, an inquiry from a buyer to an appointment is not every single time they're going to be ready to set up an appointment on that first call. You know, many times you have to keep calling and calling and calling. So we have a very clear process of what we need to do on a on, on, on a daily basis. So you know if if you know the, the person inquired about one, two, three banana street mm-hmm. and uh, and they want to see the property, like I said, we focus on setting up the appointment, knowing more about their location and the motivation, then we go ahead and set up the appointment and then we get back to them as soon as possible. We set up the appointment. If we are not able to set up the appointment, then you know we try to find them other properties. But it's just, it's a matter of, you know, everybody wants immediate gratification. And that's what we're looking for. Like if we cannot, let's say the listing agent didn't answer or whatever the case is, we call back with a solution. Okay. With, You know, look, this property is not available right now. I'm going to be able to show you that in the next couple of days. But in the meantime, I found you these other two properties that I can show you today. Mm -hmm. And- So what you're doing is you're basically providing them with the value that they want. They don't want to hear about you. Like, they don't want to know who you are. They just want a solution. They want
0: a solution to their problem, which is, I need to move. So I need to take a house. Very important in the process. And when we're working with agents, this is key, guys. Understand that people need to constantly hear from you before they buy from you. Why do I say this? Because Abel just said it. Usually the breakdown happens on the follow-up. It's not in getting the lead. If you pay Zillow, if you pay Open Door, if you put Redfin, Postcards, magazines, Facebook, you're going to get the lead. The problem is the breakdown happens on the follow-up. And as Abel said, consistent, consistent, keep calling. And here's the key to selling, guys. The key to selling is just painting a better future. This is where you are today. This is a better future. And I can help you with that. I have two properties today that you must see. These are as good or maybe even better than what you're looking for. They might go, they're priced right, they're remodeled. These are the the specific specifications that you're looking for. We need to see it today because that's an opportunity in the market. And once you see that person in person, then it's a much easier, What, what we want is to build a relationship, guys. Sales doesn't happen. Selling is a process, it's not an event. So that's why you need to get that person face-to-face with you so you can strengthen that relationship. So you need to paint an opportunity and a better future. I don't have that probably available right now, but I have these two that might be as good or even better. They are opportunities. We need to see them right away because they're going to get out of the market really soon. Very, You need to create that sense Emergency about anything else you're doing in terms of uh, specifically Zillow because you have a lot of experience with Zillow. So yeah. So a- another thing to say about
1: this Orlando is mm-hmm. that there's data that shows that less than thirty mm-hmm. percent. So less than thirty percent of the of the properties that people inquire about for the mm-hmm. first time, they actually buy. So people usually buy seventy percent of people. Mm-hmm buy not the first house that they inquired about. Mm -hmm. They buy the fifth or
0: the sixth home that you show them. The eighth is usually what they they end up buying. That high. So that's why. Yeah, in our case. Uh Go
1: ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Yeah, in our case, uh, our data show like with our numbers,
0: we are like at 5.5. Good, good. So again, it's creating and I see Michael here saying urgency and value as well. It's key, guys. It's keys. And look at when you see you know, TV and they're selling a program. I love those programs on TV selling you something and they put the timer, right? And they put all the units that are left. It's creating that urgency. You need to create that urgency, not only for your own benefit, but for the benefit of the buyer or seller as well. You need to present them with an opportunity. Forget about yourself. You need to get that person in front of you immediately. Uh, Abel, you had a question?
1: And that's why it's so important that on the first conversation,
0: right.
1: you focus on the motivation. Right. You need to understand why. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, is that moving sucks. Right. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't like moving. So <laughs> if you're moving, it's because there's some live event that is <laughs> happening that is making you you know, make this move. So in my opinion, if you are able to, really dig in deep into the motivation mm-hmm. that's when you have a higher probability of converting that, of that, you know, that inquiry. That so
0: a, a quick joke, parenthesis, real quick, in my country and from Venezuela and in my country, when we want to insult somebody, we say, I hope you move, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's the point. Look at what Abel just said. Please write this down. It's very difficult for real estate agents to understand that. And I see experienced agents making that mistake all the time. They think they're doing it right, but they are not listening to their motivation. Here, please write this down. The five key pre-qualifying questions, especially for buyers, right? There are five. Number one, what is it exactly that you want? Number two, where do you want it? Number three, Abel, what is the main question you said? Why? Why? There you go. Go for For example. uh, For example.
1: if they tell you, oh, I, I need a property, a one-story house. Why? why? Right. I need a bigger yard. Why? Oh, because my kids. Oh, really? How
0: many kids do you have? Exactly. But why do your kids need a one-story house? Because right. they're little, I don't want to use the stairs. You've got to go five to seven levels deep on the why. The fourth question is the when. And the fifth, which most agents are afraid to ask, is the how much. hmm we need to ask those questions on the phone it's like pre-qualifying is so key. It's like when you go to the doctor they are, they do the same thing right they measure your temperature your weight your heart right all the same you need to pre-qualify how would you feel if you go to the doctor abel and you say okay Abel, i'm the doctor hey take this pill you're not gonna ask me anything no no take this pill the more you ask questions the more you save time and the more you show that person that you are that professional. So again, the five key questions, what do you want, where, why, five to six. So important as an agent,
1: whether you are an independent agent or if you are in a team, Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important to surround yourself by the right people because you need to be ready. Like you need to be the best that you can be Mm -hmm. when you get that call, when you get that lead. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't practiced, if you haven't role played, if you're not prepared with a script, you know, the goal of a script is not to sound like a robot. Mm-hmm. Is to basically have a point of reference. Right. You know, because while you're having a conversation, you know, a conversation doesn't go in a straight line. A conversation goes like this. But if you have a script, when it goes like this, you can go back to the script and know what it is that you need to find out. So you go back to the motivation. And the motivation is what's going to give you the highest probability of setting up that appointment. Right. And then once you meet them in person, then it's like they're going to be like, I don't know what it is about this
0: guy. Right. But, like, exactly. I don't him. So my marketing coach, you can write this down. This is one of the top marketers around the country. His name is Perry Marshall. He wrote the Bible to Google Ads. Amazing. He, he wrote, all, I, I, I recommended the book to you, 80-20 Principle, eighty uh, twenty Rule uh, of Sales and Marketing. Yeah. Highly recommend, guys. Very technical mm-hmm. uh, book, but I highly recommend it by Perry Marshall. The 80-20 Rules of uh, Sales and Marketing. Highly, highly recommend it. And he says it is not a qualifying process. It is a disqualifying process. You want to disqualify as many people as possible so you don't waste your time. And for the people that you're helping, you're truly helping them. Look at Abel. The average agent shows about eight properties before they make a decision. Abel is down to 5.5. The reason, Abel, very simple. You're prequalifying qualifying those people. That's very simple, all right? right? So uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. The other thing to keep in mind,
1: which is something I learned with you, Orlando, many years ago, mm-hmm. is the 90-10 rule, which is that, 10% of people are ready to make to take action between now and up to 90 days and 90% of people are going to take action between 90 days up to 2 years. So the reality is that you know probably 30% of our sales come from like right now business the difference comes from the nurture that we've kept the the follow ups you know so that's why it's important to to be organized, to have systems. Because if you're just like all over the place and you don't have you know, your, your organized stages, mm-hmm. then you don't know where that lead is. So you become overwhelmed and then you're like, oh no, forget this. And then you know, you're know you not able to,
0: to be consistent basically in your own business. Now that you do remind me the 90 rule, and we, we also have a saying on that, and you heard this before, which is what we learn in pre-licensing school, right? And pre-licensing school, they teach us People do business with you because they know you, like you, and trust you. And that is true. But I say even more important because you constantly, constantly, constantly remind them of what you do. How many of us have lost a buyer or seller to the competition because you just forgot to follow up? You just talk to them. So, listen, I'm just buying a house. I'm just selling my house. What about me? I forgot you were were a real estate agent, all right? So very important to have the systems. And as Abel said, the funnels, right? And that's why we also promote so much the real estate black box, because once you put those buyers in your bucket and the sellers in the other bucket, then the system will do the work for you. All you have to do is verify who is actually engaging so you can contact those people, right? Very, very important. Right now, in terms of social media, because I know you mentioned social media, I know it's a very big big part of your business. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's working for you right now in terms of social media? so for us social media is about branding mm-hmm. you know
1: and that's why i was telling you that part of what we do is we focus on two things every day mm-hmm. how many calls are we making and how many posts or stories are we doing because we're working on our today business and our tomorrow business to to us social media is our tomorrow business mm-hmm. because when we're talking to someone today and they see who we are because you know they we we show that we are who we say we are, then that's that person is gonna come tomorrow and it's gonna be an unconscious, oh, I need to buy ourselves. I know that he I know that he's awesome. You know, but because because we're focusing on showing people what we do. And here's another thing mm-hmm. that everyone needs to be conscious about, which is, you know, the times that we're going through, you need to be sensitive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, right now a lot of people are losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. So you can't go and promote, oh, you know, look at all these closings, look at how much money I'm making, because that's basically the result of you saying, look at all these sales. Focus on talking about how many people you're helping. Mm-hmm. Like how many families are you helping? Right. Not necessarily like, oh, look at my closings. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's part of social proof and show your successful sales, but it's more important to show the result of the people because again you know we're going through unprecedented
0: times you have to be sensitive to the situation very very important point that that you just made at the same time you got to be present right so it's changing the content depending on the times it its key that you change that content depending on 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 the message you want to 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 create in your in your social media in your right. youtube channel and you're now doing a lot of youtube just you started recently to increase the frequency and consistency, and by the way, let me tell you the quality of your videos. Yeah, we're very good. Now, yeah, understand this: that what I'm really saying about social media, whether we call it Facebook, Instagram, and I would add YouTube, all right, It's just paving the way. Ninety-two per- ninety-two out of ten buyers and sellers will research you before they actually engage with you. So having all those platforms doesn't mean that are going to close, you're going to close the, the, the sale right now, but it's going to make it much easier. When you have a YouTube channel with enough content and valuable information, and then they go into Instagram, and then they go into Facebook, and then they go into email marketing, and then they go and see the poster you have and they see an article of you. All right. Now it's much easier for you for the system is doing the sale for you. One thing you learned in coaching with us a long time said, is it, it's much easier for people to do business with you when they reach out to you than over oh, sure. reach out to
1: them. Got Thanks it? to our planning, I literally get calls and or messages saying, I'm ready to I'm ready to give you my listing. Like it's basically just okay, I'm gonna call you so that we can go through the listing agreement. It, That's
0: it. They're sold. They're sold got it so understand that you need those systems those and again one more time and this is not the only system there are many good systems but we need to implement them so it makes the transition way smoother all right we are not perceived as realtors or real estate agents but we are perceived as experts in the field you can you you want to be the number one or at minimum the number two in their mind if not they will they will forget about you they won't remember you so all those mediums what are they are doing like abel said not it's not today business but they're paving the way the, the way for you and when they research you then you have credibility that's the key to this business but people say about zillow about facebook about post Verona, oh no, those leads are cold no 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 no. the leads are not cold we are called to the leads would you share your financial information your goal so much you have in the bank with somebody on the phone you never hear about before of course not. Now, why do they share it with Abel? Because he has all these sources, all these platforms that people have seen it before that they perceive him as an expert. Abel, to close it today, two key pieces of advice for a brand new agent. What would you say to a brand new agent? So I would tell
1: a brand new agent to surround themselves by you know a team or another agent that has a proven track record, but more than that, who do, who does what they say they're going to do, mm-hmm. you know, because all of this is great, you know, all systems, you know, we're converting leads, but it wasn't an overnight accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the result of, first of all, starting to work within yourself. You know, that's why I'm a strong believer of coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I personally, I have four coaches right now in my yeah. life. I'm a financial coach sales coach nutrition coach and a business coach mm-hmm. you you were my coach for many many years yeah so you know it's important to to surround yourself like if you're an independent agent like basically if you want to do things on your own and create your own team and be you know in a company that's gonna give you a higher you know a commission split then make sure you surround yourself by a coach because that person is gonna give you a higher probability of achieving your goals. If you just depend on, you know, learning your lessons based on your own experience, mm-hmm. then it's going to take you a very long time to reach the level that you want to reach. Mm-hmm. Now, for someone who is entering the business and, you know, it's basically, you know, going from one industry to another, you obviously need to produce as soon as possible. So what you need is you need to make sure that you surround yourself by a team that's going to provide you with all the tools so that you can start doing business
0: right away. there you go. What about, I'm gonna answer some questions and then I'm going to to the experience ones. I said, uh, Carlos is asking right here, what platforms do you use? And also if you can share how much you invest in Zillow and what's your return on investment? So uh, as far as platforms, Mm -hmm. I I use different platforms.
1: I Mm -hmm. use, uh, as a CRM, I use Follow Up Boss. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how we organize all of our leads uh, within Follow a Boss, I've created different action plans and, and strategies to make sure that my you know, leads go from one stage to another seamlessly so that you know, if, if you change the stage on one person here, it goes to another stage. You know, when it comes to document signing, we use dot loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also do a lot of you know, virtual tours for our listings. Uh, we have a proprietary system for that. Um, I love tracking, so I, I use, you know, other platforms to to track all our numbers. In my opinion, you know, having dashboards is is the key to clarity. Mm-hmm. You know, my, basically my process every morning is I wake up, I open my computer, and I have my multiple dashboards that I see not just lagging indicators like, you know, how many pending units, how many closed units, but also how many calls were made how many conversations how many appointments because that is a it's a leading indicator that <laughs> allows me to predict what's going to happen mm-hmm. if i see that oh my god i don't have a lot of appointments happening this week then i know
0: where to focus with the team you know where we focus on doing the appointments so very simple guys and as you see Avail and, and most agents not only have different platforms, but multiple websites. At the end of the day, the key is not in the platform. Most platforms are there are very, very, very more than enough, more than most real estate agents are going to use. The key here is to make sure that you develop your marketing and sales skills. Marketing is lead generation. Sales skills is lead conversion. Marketing is everything you do out there online and offline to generate the lead. That is easy. That happens overnight, and it's not expensive, and most of you know it. Now, the key here is lead conversion, which doesn't happen overnight. Selling is not a process. Selling is a process. It's not an event. So understanding and developing the skills to pre-qualify follow-up, present, handle objections, and close. Once you've learned to develop the ability to generate those leads, right? Uh, And Michael says, all businesses, it comes down to two to three KPIs that run the business, lead generation, lead conversion, right? And within those, it's how many calls, how many contacts, how many appointments, and then how many listings in real estate and how many closings. It's that simple. uh, Go ahead, I learned with my experience orlando that complexity
1: is the enemy of execution uh-huh. and that's why my focus is to keep it simple hey. you know but simple on the things that like i said give me an indication of what's going to happen and it starts as with something as little as a phone call so the way that my systems work is my agents they don't have to manually say oh i made a call i made a call It automatically gets logged in right because if you will need to depend on you know like manual entry then you're not going to have consistent numbers so like the way that our systems work is that every phone call every text every email happens through our system so that by the end of the day i look at our leaderboard and i see oh, they've already made all these calls. They've mm-hmm. already had all these conversations. Then I look at my dashboard and I see that we are on track to getting you know, the, the units, the families that we want to help, basically.
0: Exactly. So one more thing important. I'll, I'll talk about simplicity, right? And something we have now, we do want to have worked many times is on those three things. Clarity, simplicity, right? To focus on the very, very, very few things that matter in a business. Leonardo da Vinci said, The highest call of sophistication, all right, is simplicity. Simplicity is the highest call of sophistication. It's simplifying your business, all right? You can grow your business if you have a lot of complexity around. So you need to ask yourself if you truly want to grow the following three questions. How can I eliminate, if I can eliminate it, how can I automate it with systems or can I delegate it with teams, all right? So you can focus on the very, very, very few things that matter in your business. And at the end of the day, like uh, I think was, uh, Michael was saying, it comes down to two to three things. Actually, in coaching, three things. Specialized knowledge, all right? Then marketing, lead generation, and then sales conversations. You don't want to do the marketing before you have the specialized knowledge because all you're doing, the marketing is doing is telling more people you don't know what you're talking about. And then sales conversations comes through marketing. But any final piece of advice, before we go any before How to wrap up with what, what you were just saying
1: you know avoiding complexity is definitely easier said than done oh, yeah. you know we're obviously we're humans right so we have the nature of you know making things more difficult than what they should be that's just I, our nature right so what what i realized was because i'm like you know i'm not making things more simple So then I focused on, instead of focusing on perfection, focus on progress. So, and that's why I say that this is an ever evolving process Mm -hmm. because I'm not satisfied where I am, but I'm way better than when I was last year. Mm -hmm. So I'm making progress. So, you know, it's very easy for us to, you know, feel unhappy about, you know, where you are or or where you want to be because you're not there. So don't focus on perfection, focus on making progress. Because if you make progress, you will reach the goal. And what's gonna happen is that when you reach the goal, you already have a higher goal. So that's why the
0: goal should be progress. So um, um, by that that's the key. Perfection is the enemy of progress, right? And and I for most people that I met and that I've coached through the years, and my, my team has coached through the year, what well, we realize, and when people say is the thing is I'm a perfectionist is that they are afraid to make a mistake and then they don't move forward. So perfection equals paralysis. There are two questions about Zillow. Jerome says in brief, how did you arrive on the Zillow stage, right? Can you share it with us? How you arrive on okay. the Zillow stage? How, how you went from paying for the few first thousand uh, dollars on Zillow to, right. you know, Zillow taking you to the headquarters and yeah. talking about your experience.
1: Yeah, great question. So uh, I got a call, you know, from from someone at Zillow. And basically, they told me that they wanted to understand how I was able to manage to attract such talented agents. Okay. And they wanted me to talk to them about that. Okay. You know, because the conversation was with all the Zillow employees. So they wanted to understand, like, how was were we as One Path Realty able to attract so many talented agents? Mm-hmm. How are we mm-hmm. able to convert, you know, the leads that we're converting? And how should they communicate? With real estate agents, okay. you know, based on based on my opinion, okay. and you know, everything I do, Orlando. Whenever I am invited to a conversation, or even if I speak to an agent, uh, you know, at, 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 in any scenario, my goal is to be able to help them learn something. You know, bring some type of value. Like I don't focus on myself. I feel like in in you know, we should always focus on what is the problem of our audience. You know, as an as a team leader, my audience are agents. So that's what I'm helping, because by me helping the agent, they help their audience, which are buyers and sellers. Right. So going back to the question, so they really wanted to understand how it but was. You're that
0: the only one in the team
1: using Zillow. You have your agents using Zillow. Yeah. Right. So so we so the way that my brokerage works is we have a team model. So like I said, we have a total of 55 agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in in one path, we have six teams. So we are six teams. And then within each team, they are team agents. And then I'm also helping other independent agents. I'm helping them develop into being team leaders. Mm-hmm. So what Zillow wanted to understand is how was I able to put all of these top producing agents under one roof, mm-hmm. under this independent brokerage that hasn't even been you know, in existence for more than a year, because mm-hmm. this was a few months ago. So, you know, and, and like I was telling you at the beginning, it's, it's been a matter of osmosis. It's been a matter of doing what I said I was going to do. It's a matter of consistency, of caring. You know, as a team leader, as a broker, like I said, you need to put the best interest of your agents first because they are the ones that are going to create the results of helping the families, of helping them buy a home or sell a home. Because if you're not helping them be the best that they can be, then, then you don't have a scalable business. So, you know, one thing I learned was is that I needed to become scalable and sustainable. I don't want to just grow and then fall. Mm-hmm. I want to grow, sustain it, grow, sustain. So um, that was basically, you know, the reason for, for the invitation.
0: Um, what was the other question? No, Abel, if you, if agents want to contact you, if they want to know a little bit more about, about your team, how can they reach out to you? very simple mm-hmm. uh i'm sure everybody uses
1: instagram i think uh instagram is miami real estate agents number one source of communication okay so uh, just type in abel gilbert group okay uh in instagram and you know just send me a message abel gilbert group Gilbert group on instagram right yeah on instagram Okay, perfect. I'm gonna put it here. I'm I'm also put it I think it's Abel Gilbert on Facebook. So I don't really do you know, my own posts. We have a marketing team, which is part of the value proposition as well for our team agents. Mm-hmm. We have an in-house marketing department. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we, we focus on the development of team agents and also the development of independent agents that wanna go from being uh, a one-man show to learning on how to become an operation, mm-hmm. to go from operator to owner. That's everybody's goal, you know. Everybody's goal is how do I go on vacation and make sure that my business keeps running instead
0: of I go on vacation and everything stops, so you're stressed out throughout your whole vacation. I hear the other day from a good friend, he said, When was the last time you went to a real estate agent retirement party? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh." that's a good one, right? So, I mean. It's been an honor, man, a pleasure. It was always fun uh, to be communicating this way. Unfortunately, we can't do it live because of the current situation in the country. We met in our offices uh, in, 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 uh, in uh, uh, February, right before this happened. It's always uh, nice talking to you, see you grow your business, man. Uh, the way uh, I follow you, of course, in social media and see the culture you have with your team. I see you going to restaurants. I see you taking pictures with your team. I see you. What is it? We used to. We used to go to. Rest- well, yeah, just, yeah, no, you you are used to. It's just this is a temporary thing. And by the way, we're already getting out of out of this one. So it is a pleasure to have you in the show. Hopefully, this is one of the first one first ones of many to come. Thank you. So again, I just put your information here for anybody who wants to contact him. I also put our YouTube channel or our Instagram so you don't miss any other top real estate a- agent interview. All right. So as always, I will close it with the real estate black box. Make sure guys, if you want a system that allows you to generate more leads, convert more leads and have the content on automation, Clicking the link below, real estate black box, and you'll find out exactly what we're talking about. Liliana, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Veronica is right here. Thank you, Jerome, Maria. I mean, we have so many people right here in the line today that it will be almost impossible to say thank you to all of you. Abel, one more time. A pleasure, man. Thank you for being in the Miami real estate. Thank you for having me. A pleasure being here. Take care, guys. Bye bye. <music>